Welcome to Islam for Christians. This is episode 132, Hadith, the sweetness of faith. This is from the Sunan An Nasai collection, number 4988. I heard Anas bin Malik narrating that the Prophet said, There are three things. Whoever attains them will find therein a sweetness of faith. When he loves a person and only loves him for the sake of Allah, when Allah and his messenger are dearer to him than all else, and when he would prefer to be thrown into the fire rather than to go back to the disbelief from which Allah has saved him. There are many hadiths with a similar format to this one and plenty of similar themes. But I chose this one just because the three things that are said here are just so jam packed with universal truths that it really, really stands out. Now, what I mean by that is you don't have to be a Muslim to see the wisdom here. I mean, well, maybe a very small part of it, but for any religious believer, these things are just undeniably, demonstrably true. Now, let's uh, just go through these three statements one at a time. And keep in mind, another thing that makes this stand out a bit is he's not talking about the afterlife. He's talking about the present life, here and now, and what faith does in the present. The first one, when he loves a person and only loves him for the sake of Allah. Remember the sweetness of faith here. Now, there's a very real echo of the Sermon on the Mount there. Blessed are the pure of heart, for they shall see God. It's true. Particularly those of you who have children, think about this a bit. You are very lucky in that you get a sneak preview of the way that God looks at you, which is kind of like the way you look at your child. And it's such a powerful feeling, that pure, unselfish love that comes with caring for someone simply because they are them. And the purity of that vision, now transferring that same feeling to God It's a slightly harder lift, but it's not impossible. And that is where Muhammad says, you will find a sweetness of faith. Again, not in the future, right now. And then we have the second one. When Allah and his messenger are dearer to him than all else. Now, my guess is this is a later Hadith, very likely, because this is more from the historical time when you start to see people, at least, you know, from the Quran is directing people to not just obey God, but to obey the messenger. But the concept still holds, because at the time, in Muhammad's mind, doing what the messenger said, since he had a direct line to God anyway, isn't all that different from doing what God says. So I get it. But The most important thing here, the the takeaway for all of us, is the love of God above all things. 
above family, country, wealth, everything. There's plenty of New Testament echoes there too. Just like Jesus talking about the greatest commandments and saying to love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your might. And there are the clear directives you'll see that God is more important than anything else. Again, family included. Everything. And then we have the third part, which kind of completes this mystic trifecta of the pure love of God. He would prefer to be thrown into the fire rather than go back to the disbelief from which Allah has saved him. This is the last of the purity, of the, the sweetness, the pure faith. You love God for the sake of God. Come whatever will as Jesus did, and as Muhammad, it is assumed, did here as well. And this is kind of the ribbon on the bow of what would later become Islamic mysticism. The Islamic mystic Rabia would later say, O God, if I worship thee in fear of hell, burn me in hell. And if I worship you in hope of paradise, exclude me from paradise. But if I worship you for your own sake, withhold not your everlasting beauty. In the Christian tradition, uh, St. Teresa of Avila would probably agree with that. This is the sweetness of faith, as Muhammad says here. And that works pretty much the same in English as it does in Arabic, funny enough, because this word, halawa, it literally means sweetness. Literally, as in sugar and candy and things that are pleasing to the tongue and things that are easy on the eyes, or in this case, easy on the soul, things that are wonderful. Halua, the verb root, means to be sweet. It's very simple. Even the word for what processes sugar in the body, the pancreas. The pancreas comes from this verb too. So what is being said here is that these things enhance the wonderfulness of faith to the ultimate level. And in this world too. This isn't the promise of the hereafter. This is the other thing. A better life. Right here, right now. Saying ordinary faith, that's great. It's like ice cream. It's delicious. And it will bring you pleasure. But what's being offered here is the next level. Sprinkles and chocolates and nuts and whipped cream and all kinds of other toppings. You just have to be willing to put them on. And in a way to pay for them, really. And if you do that, a sweet and wonderful thing will be made even more sweet and wonderful. The maximum sweetness, really. Halawat al-Iman. The sweetness of faith. Thank you, and I'll talk to you next time. Inshallah.
Thank you for listening to Islam for Christians. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to keep this show ad-free, you can also visit my Patreon page and subscribe. I'm at patreon.com slash Islam for Christians. That's patreon.com slash Islam for Christians.